last week's bullish cattle inventory report added optimism to markets with 3.6% fewer beef cows year-over-year, and eventual herd expansion is likely to be a slow go, according to Bank. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 7th of February, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We are connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the news. Cattle futures climbed last week on what some analysts say is the most bullish cattle inventory report they've ever seen. As expected, beef cattle numbers were significantly fewer at the beginning of this year compared to a year earlier. As of January 1st, year over year, the nation's beef cow inventory of 28.92 million head was 1.06 million head fewer or 3.6% less. That's among the fewest ever recorded in the United States. Beef cow-calf states with 5-7% to year-over-year declines included Kansas down 7%, Kentucky down 7%, Nebraska down 5%, North Dakota down 6%, and Oklahoma down 7%. Beef replacement heifers of 5.16 million head were 317,800 head fewer or 5.8% less. Cattle on feed of 14.16 million head were down 537,000 head, or 3.6%. The calculated number of feeder cattle outside of feedlots of 25.27 million head was 722,900 head fewer, or 2.8% less. Finally, total cattle and calves in the United States of 89.27 million head were 2.8 million head fewer or 3.04% less. Rebuilding the cow herd will likely be a slow go. More about that momentarily. It took all week and plenty of fortitude on the part of cattle feeders, but they're able to pry another 2 to $3 from packers. Live prices were $2 higher in the Texas Panhandle at $158.100 weight, and then 2 to $3 higher at 158 to 159 in Kansas, 155 to 159 in Nebraska, and 154 to $160 in the Western Corn Belt. Dress prices were $2 higher at $250. The five area direct weighted average fed steer price last week was $2.92 higher at $158.17 hundredweight. The weighted average steer price in the beef 
was $2.16 higher at $249.88. Live cattle futures closed an average of $2.18 higher week to week on Friday, from $1.57 higher toward the back to $3.55 higher in spot Feb. They were higher again on Monday. Given cattle on feed numbers, the 2022 calf crop, and heifers held as beef replacements, finished cattle prices are not likely to exceed previous record levels this spring and summer, explains Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. Prices certainly have the ability to push higher than current levels, he says, but pushing to 170 or higher is likely out of the question for several more months. According to Griffith, such a price level is not likely until heifer retention begins and the quantity of cattle made available to the feeder market has declined. He adds this simply means cattle feeders may have to be patient a little while longer before seeing record fed cattle prices. Remember, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We are connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsbasinbeef.org and look for the goals tab. Cash calf and feeder cattle prices were mixed last week, but mainly steady to higher and sharply higher in some cases at the auctions monitored by Cattle Current. Nationwide, steers and heifers sold 5 to $10 a hundredweight higher last week, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Those analysts say the supply of feeders and stockers was light to moderate nationwide due to the winter storm rolling across the country with a more southern route than normal for this time of year. There were 147,000 head offered at auction versus 202,400 the previous week and 182,400 a year earlier. The CME feeder cattle index was $1.41 higher week to week on Friday at 181.29. Week to week on Friday, feeder cattle futures closed an average of $2.92 higher. They were up another $1.28 on Monday. Corn futures closed narrowly mixed through the front six contracts during the same period, from $0.3.7 lower to $0.8.1 higher. The spring grass cattle market will heat up quickly in the coming weeks and should push lightweight cattle prices several dollars higher than the current market, Griffith says. He explains many producers are anxiously awaiting the spring greenup as hay supplies are dwindling rapidly and alternative feed resources are expensive. Wholesale beef prices continued to soften last week but showed signs of stabilizing. Choice box beef cutout value was $3.02 lower week to week on Friday at $264.74 a hundredweight. Select was a dollar and seven cents higher at two fifty one sixty one. Even at these price levels, Griffith says consumers are unlikely to turn away from beef purchases. He points out the retail price of choice beef in December of twenty twenty two 
was $7.45 a pound, while the all-fresh retail price for beef that same month was $7.17 a pound. Year over year, he says the choice beef price was down 21 cents a pound, and the all-fresh retail beef price was 18 cents a pound less. According to Griffith, there have been several comments relating to the consumer's willingness to continue paying for beef, but given that the retail price of beef has declined while competing meat prices have increased, he says there's no reason to believe consumers will turn away from beef. In fact, Griffith says, such price action is likely to promote consumers to purchase more beef. He explains that statement is certainly relative to disposable income, but consumers also consider relative prices of alternatives, not to mention the fact that people still have to eat. Even when Mother Nature allows, expanding the U.S. beef cow herd will likely be a slow process. In a new report examining ultimate beef cow herd expansion, Lance Zimmerman, senior analyst of animal protein at Robobank's Rubble Research, says, Recent herd contraction and eventual transition to heifer retention mean it's plausible the U.S. cattle slaughter will decline between 1.0 and 1.5 million head per year for the next four to five years before increasing again. According to Zimmerman, the annual cow culling rate last year was a record high 13.4%. He says a culling rate of near 10% is required to stabilize herd size, and he expects the culling rate this year to be close to 12%. That means the best case scenario is some level of stabilization arriving in 2024, he says, and the timeline from the previous herd expansion suggests it will take until 2025 or later for meaningful rebuilding. Among challenges to herd expansion from the production side, Zimmerman cites increasing competition for protein consumers and feed resources, record high feed and forage prices, and rising interest rates. On the other side of the equation, packers and processors face cost pressure as cattle supplies decline. Processors will face a situation that's been relatively foreign to them over the last seven years, Zimmerman says. He explains all classes of cattle supplies will shrink, and the financial viability of packing plants, value-added processors, and distributors will be stressed as each participant fights to maintain capacity utilization. While declining cattle and beef production should not lead to additional facility closures, Zimmerman explains the battle for market share will intensify, and the recent additions in the packing sector will face additional margin compression, while construction and fundraising for new facilities will face more scrutiny and skepticism. Despite the headwinds, Zimmerman believes U.S. cattle numbers can recover during the next cattle cycle and challenge the recent beef cow inventory highs of near 32 million head. However, Zimmerman says, the supply chain should proceed with caution as it looks to the future, adding that it's going to take time and cooperation to turn recent trends. And that's your weekly calf news price point podcast for the 7th of February, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.